The mules are in the corral. Welcome to Mule Talk, and I'm Cindy K. Roberts, your host. This week's episode of Mule Talk has been brought to you by War Pony Productions. And now, step back in time to the days of the Old West, when America was young and the West was wild. Hello, I'm Kevin Browning of War Pony Productions. I'm Comanche and Osage descent. My given Comanche name is Puitamobi, which means eyes like sky. I was a professional rodeo cowboy for well over 40 years, but since retiring from saddle bronc riding, I share my heritage to try to show the way it was in the 1870s. I do living history programs, including old-time photos, festivals, fairs, special events, parades, and a rodeo act called the First American. I have been featured in many magazines and newspapers across the world, as well as film and TV. Let me take you back in time with stories of days gone by. You will step back in history and in time with me. Let us be part of your next corporate event or party. Our presentations are authentic, including our TP, our props, authentic Mustang Indian ponies, and our full-blood Timberwolf little brother. Contact me, Kevin Browning, I'd Like Sky, for your next event at W www.thewarpony.com. Welcome to Meal Talk, and I'm Cindy K. Roberts, your host. And this is a continuation of the Inbar Ranch. And I'm talking with the owner, Preston Bates. And Preston, uh, I want to thank you again for, for coming on the show. Oh, you're welcome. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, one thing that I am really impressed with since we came on to the ranch is uh, I heard that you, uh, a tractor trailer load of horses were dropped off that were from the TV set uh, Yellowstone. Well, we get them from Arizona Horse Company, uh, Sun Horses, uh, based out of Tucson. And they supply horses to a lot of the guest ranches out west. And they supply a lot of the back background horses for the television show Yellowstone. So we just have them here for the season. We have 12 of them. Uh, it's the first time we've gotten any of their horses, and we're really, really happy with them all. I, yeah, I even recognize some of them from, from the show. In fact, it's an honor for me to ride one today. So... Um, how long will you have these horses? They'll be here until the first week of October, and then they'll get picked up and they'll become, they'll get used during hunting season. A lot of outfitters lease their horses from this outfit, and so they'll be steady working until uh, probably about Christmas time, and then late, and then in the after Christmas they'll go back down to Arizona and live the good life in southern Arizona down there on, on a guest ranch and uh, believe around the Tucson area. That is, that's really impressive. Um, so, do, so do these horses normally travel together, or could it be that some be sent out? Could they be separated and sent to different locations? Yes, they have. They have hundreds of horses, uh, so their horses can get split up. Who knows? Uh, some of these may have been together. Some of these I, I know were not part of the main bunch. But, uh, you know, horses are horses and they're herd animals. And they all, within a few days of eating and riding together, they're pretty well bonded. Yeah, they and they are so healthy looking. They're pretty hardy. Um, what about the Inbar Ranch stock? I mean, you've got your own horses. Tell me about that. Well, most of our horses are retired. I've only got uh, seven horses now, 
back in the heyday, uh, we had about 80 head of horses. Uh, of those 80, there were some mares and foals and yearlings, two-year-olds, that sort of thing. But uh, with a with a quorum, you'd have about 40 saddle horses that anybody could go out and do a day's work on. Uh, once again, we go back to that nasty depression of 08, and they were they were part of what had to be sold off. Uh, we now have, I think, just well, like I say, seven horses. One of well, six horses in my great old retired mule bin. Uh, you know, he, he's a legend in the area, one of the greatest cow mules that ever walked on the face of the earth. He could rope and drag calves and uh, work drag on a cattle drive, sort and pin in the pens. Uh, he was he was a cowy dang mule. Uh, sure miss riding him. But uh, well, the other ones that we have out there now, there is our old stud horse. Uh, and he's an Appaloosa. He was bred by Hank Wieskamp years ago. He's 30-some years old now, obviously retired, and we've gelded him, and he's just living on the pension out here on the ranch. But uh, he, he had about 20 mares of ours that he kept, uh, kept in service with. And then in the winter times, he'd go out to California and stand and uh, service POA mares out there. And he has a lot of POA points uh, with his with his kids and uh, a lot of championships. So he was a pretty versatile horse. Uh, made good ranch horses and made good POA ponies. Wow, that is fascinating. Um, now, when you have so many guests that come here to your ranch and they want to rent a cabin for the week. And of course, then, then they, they can rent a horse as well. Is that right? That is right. And that's what we're doing right now. You know, we take things year by year, and so things are subject to change. But uh, right now, it's uh, we have two different uh, rentals. Rent the Ranch, which is where you're staying, and that uh, includes the seven cabins, cookhouse, shower house, outhouses, the corrals for up to 12 people and 12 horses. And then, and that's a set fee, uh, $2,500. And then if you want to rent a horse, that's $500 for the week extra. You're welcome to bring your own saddle, use one of ours, uh, whichever way you feel comfortable with. And then we have the guest cabin, which is a smaller cabin. Uh, it rents for $900 for a Sunday through Saturday week. Sleeps four or five comfortably. More, a little less rustic than the guest camp is. It does have electricity and a, and a sit-down flush toilet. So that makes it kind of special up here in the boondocks. But uh, same thing, you can come in, bring your own horses in. It's got two corrals that go with that cabin, uh, or you can rent one of ours. That's pretty cool. Um, have you seen the movie uh, the, the City Slickers? Oh, yeah. You bet. That's uh, That was just coming out when we started our guest business, our, our cattle weeks, and uh, it was a huge boost to our, to our business back there in the, in the early 90s. So I have to ask the question, have you had any guests like that that didn't know which end of the horse got the oats? I mean... <laughs> No, we were a little different than most guest ranches. You know, we were classified as a working ranch, and uh, so all almost all the people who came out here were horse owners, uh, most of them from the East Coast, Northern Midwest, a lot from Europe. Folks who wanted to come out and work cattle for a week, ride big country. Uh, we did not take beginners. Uh, we didn't give any riding lessons. We'd give riding tips as the day went along, of course, but we didn't give any riding lessons. And and as as you've probably picked up on, I probably wouldn't be a good teacher. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're very direct, and I do appreciate that. Uh, now, who works on your saddles and all your tack? 
Well, we don't really. Uh, these horses that came from uh, Arizona Horse Company, they came with all their own tack. Uh, you know, we, we only have a couple dozen saddles, saddles of our own and that sort of stuff. So that's just winter project stuff. You know, uh, we get some good snow, so you got to have winter projects. So that's one of the things is to go through the tack room and fix this and repair that and uh, get everything up to snuff. Wonderful. Now, the other day when we were out riding, I think it was the first day, everything, of course, everything is so scenic and beautiful. We saw antelope, elk, um, we wolves. saw we saw wolves. Now, coyotes. coyotes, are the wolves a problem to your stock out here? Well, they are. Uh, and we're having a good conversation now. You probably don't want to get me off on that subject. <laughs> okay yeah i know what you mean uh and then the black bear what, wasn't that a cub that that we saw the other day uh, i would put him down as a yearling and uh the the, the, the little bears stay with their moms till it till the spring of their yearling sometimes depending on whether she got bred back even until two-year-olds and uh so yeah he was probably just been kicked off by mom uh and she was probably raising another batch and he was he was just off on his own and not too savvy about listening to sounds coming up the canyon. Otherwise, uh, I don't think 14 of us would have had a chance to see him. Yes, yes. That, I thought that was pretty amazing that we got to see him. Um, Preston, your ranch is so beautiful. Um, surely there are regular tasks, some maintenance that you have to do as being a ranch owner. Can you kind of give me an insight about that? Well, the biggest thing for us as far as maintenance is fences. Uh, as you saw, the elk come and go as they please. Uh, and they they can jump and jump well, but they don't always jump well. Uh, so they take down a lot of fencing, uh, tear up a lot of stuff. So, you know, pretty much if anything happens on the ranch, you know, if a fence is down or a horse is out of the pasture or my truck doesn't start, I just blame it on the elk. Uh, you know, they're, they're a huge problem, but they're just the problem you got to live with out here. That's, that's, uh, yeah, that's very, very uh, truthful. I mean, whatever, you're living out here in the elements and you just have to take it uh, as it is. All right, you aren't going to change, change an elk's mind from coming in and eating our grass. So uh, you, it's like I say, it's, it's, it's a small price to pay to live in paradise. Um, do you ever get to town? I don't very much myself. Uh, my wife has a jewelry business, so she has to go to town and ship out orders about every 10 days. And she takes care of all the town business. Uh, I can easily go two or three months and never go to town. That that's uh, that's very interesting. Um, so once again, um, if people were to get in touch with you, how would they do that? Well, again, that would be uh, you. Can, the best way uh, is either through messenger or email. Our email is nbarranch at hughes.net. And Messenger, you can follow us on Facebook at, at Inbar Ranch New Mexico, and just message us uh, through there. Very good. I want to thank you again for your time, and we will come back and talk with you because you are just a fascinating person. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Hi, this is Stacy with Wagons West Equestrian Expeditions. Have you ever wanted to travel somewhere 
with your animal, but you just weren't sure exactly how to get there, what to pack, or maybe you just don't want to travel alone. Uh, we specialize in putting groups together for wilderness vacations or other locations throughout the United States, and we travel together as a group and return as a group. If you're interested in those things, feel free to contact us. Look us up on Facebook at Wagons West Equestrian Expeditions at Follow Me to the Wild. If you'd like to be a guest on the show or a sponsor, send me an email, cindy, C-I-N-D-Y, at everycowgirlsdream.com. Gotta go. My mule is looking for me. 